we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Two Bros and Sports Talk podcast, the hottest sports podcast in Atlanta. Make sure to go subscribe us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to follow us on all these social medias. At TikTok, it's the number two bros sports talk. At Twitter, it's the number two bros sports talk one. And at IG, it's the word two bros sports talk. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for tuning in again to the Triple and Sports Talk. Uh, before you start tuning into the show, please make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share, man. Um, I can't do this without y'all, man. So make sure y'all do that for us. But uh, it's been a while again, but um, we're back. Uh, we got, you know, NFL training camp coming up, man. You know, it's time to hit some. Some top questions, man, going to the training camp and also um, talk about the Saquon or just the running back situation, period, man. It's a lot to talk about, man, but um, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, uh, first topic uh, is uh, we're going to talk about, you know, like I said, since it's training camp, um, we're going to talk about some uh, position battles. Going into training camp, who you know fighting for their job or fighting to be a starter this this upcoming season. Um, first one we got uh the Chiefs receivers. Um, they got a lot of receivers on their depth chart there. Um, they got uh, Kadarius Tony, Scott Moore, uh, with Shea Rice who they drafted. Um, Marquez Vez, uh, Vez Scanlon, Valdez Scanlon. Um, he, which he kind of did his thing in the playoff run they had last year. Um, Richie James, Justin Ross, and Justin, Justin Watson. Um, as you see, that's that's a lot of receivers, man, that's fighting for a position. But um, I think with that battle, um, I think the top three receivers um, coming out of this battle would be Kadarius Tony, Marquez Bass, Valdez Scanlon. Which, like I say, was I want to say between the leading and the leading or second receiver for the team last year, and uh, Scott Moore for the simple fact you know he was there as well. So I think those three is going to be the starters now for that fourth and fifth spot. Um, that's where it's going to be a real battle because you got Rasay Rice, um, who's a, uh, a gadget on offense, so you know they might use him in different spots. Along with uh, Richie James, he's one of those speedsters as well. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that go um, with the uh, wide receiver battle. But for me, I think those those three is going to be the top, at least start the game. Um, another one we got is uh, the Chiefs running backs. Um, we got uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jared McKinnon, and uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Dernay Prince. I own know too much about him, but I think those first three um, 
is really going to be battling out, especially with Clyde, because, you know, uh, he was supposed to have been a star in the backfield by now, but he's been up and down um, and also can't stay healthy. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can he prove himself again to the team that, hey, he could be a legitimate starter or, you know, Pacheco is going to be that starter because he stepped in and did what he was supposed to do, Pacheco, when, you know, um, they can trust Clyde Hilaire as being the starter or being the future back. Um, Jerry, I think he's gonna be that same player that was he was last year so far as um using him on third down, um, or in passing situations. Um but it's gonna be interesting to see who, you know, comes out as the starter um this season for them. because um, they're not really they I don't think they really had a, a thousand yard back in a while, you know what I mean, since Mahomes been there. So I think it's that time to have somebody, you know, reach a thousand yards to get close to it. Um they have to offer shine a little more. Uh, another uh, position battle um, is the Dolphins running backs. Um, you got Devon Achain, who they drafted um, this year, uh, on Raheem Mustard, Mostert, and um, Jeff Wilson. Um, you know, Jeff Wilson and Mostert was there last year, um, so they pretty much know the offense more than Devon, but Devon is that speedster, man. He, he's pretty fast. Um, and our own angle say he's faster than most of, but he pretty close. If he if he ain't, you know, I mean, he pretty close. But um, I think with Jeff Wilson and most of, they probably gonna be the ones that really fight it out for the top spot. Um, and I think Devon, he probably go um get fit in, you know, where he can so far as maybe use him at gadget plays, similar to I was saying with Jared um, McKinney, um, in the pat like passing downs like third down or in the screens or, you know, um, probably jet sweep or something like that. Um, but I think that's going to be, you know, uh, interesting to see, you know, if Devon can come out on top so far as doing the training camp in preseason and show that he can be, you know, the starter over those two veterans. Um, another one we got is the Patriots uh, wide receiver. Um, let me see. Yeah, the Patriots wide receivers. Uh, you got Juju Smith, Juju Smith Schuster. Can't say that fast. <laughs> um, they grabbed him this offseason from the Chiefs. Um, Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne. Um, I want to say all three of those guys uh, was kind of a starter last year, uh, or was mixed was in the mix uh, all season last year. Um, I think uh, to me, I think Juju may be the starter because he. Uh, for most of his career, he's been a starter, uh, even when he came in with the Steelers. Um, I think he's going to be the starter um, or the number one receiver. And Devontae Parker may uh, be that second because, you know, he's he one of those players as well that can't stay healthy. But when he's playing, he, he can definitely be productive. And uh, Kendrick Bourne, which is me, he's always been that, that slot guy. Um, so I think uh, even though since he's been with the Patriots, he's been more of a um, – more of the top receiver, um, but I think he falls into back into that slot spot since uh, they added Juju um, this offseason. But um, the receiver core is kind of nice, um, but you know the Patriots never really had no top tier receivers like that. Um, that's why when they got Moss at that time, um, that they did have him, it was kind of shocking that they don't they don't usually go after the big time receivers. They usually get the, the productive guys that can come in and be that possession possession receiver or um, a gadget player that can help the offense. Um, 
get put up points. Um, another one is uh the Commanders uh, running backs. Um, you got Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, and Chris Rodriguez Jr., who they drafted from Kentucky. Um, all three backs are good, solid backs. Um, but you know Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, they're the vets on the team. Um, they've been there, so they know the offense. Um, well, I ain't gonna say they know the offense because they just got a off new offense coordinator and um, um, and Benham, uh, Benemy. I'm sorry, Eric Benemy. Um, so it's gonna be to see how he used those, you know, use the backfield uh, this upcoming season. But I think uh, to start, I think Antonio Gibson will be the starter. Um, I just don't see him losing the job, lose his his spot uh, right now. Um, and then Brian Robinson is still, you know, he came back from his um, injury, you know, being shot and stuff like that. Um, he came back and was very productive, um, but he still go out to fight for that top spot. But I think Antonio Gibson will be the starter, and he will be um, him and Rodriguez will be the plug-ins um, here and there when you know Gibson need that break or need to come out the game. But um, I'm gonna put another one out there. Um, that's gonna be a good uh, battle, I think, with the Falcons uh, running back field, um, with uh, B. John Robinson, uh, Tyler Aguilar, and um, Cordell Patterson. Um, but we all know Cordell Patterson's getting up in age, but he still can, you know, be that gadget player on third down, uh, the kick return, punt return. Um, so I think, you know, that's where mostly he's going to be. So I think the real battles will be between, um, uh, B. John Robinson and Tyler Aguilar. Aguilar had a thousand yards last year, um, which is pretty big, you know, anytime you reach the thousand yard mark. Um, but you know, he got a kid that's coming in that's, that was drafted in the top 10, um, look, that's coming in looking to be the future back, you know, and can do. A little more than what he can, so far as in the passing game and in the running game, because he's very explosive. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, how those two battle it out. Um, I think whoever shines the more, shines more in training camp, um, it's gonna be the feature back between those two and Quarter um, Patterson. Like I said, it's gonna be the one that kind of get a little more than the other. You know what I mean? So somebody gonna have to fall to that third spot, but you know. Like I always say, during the season, injuries do happen. So um, I do like the the backfield that we do have. But, you know, um, I just ready to see who will be the starter or the feature back man because I think, you know, Bijan can do numbers if he's used right, um, which kind of got me mad with Arthur Smith. He don't use Kyle Pitts like he's used to. But that's, that's another story, man. But um, I think our running back uh, backfield is going to be nice this year, man. Um, but I just, you know, I'm gonna pay close attention to training camp and the preseason on how they do. Um, and I, I want to say is one more. Um, even though I think most people probably uh, have them starting anyway, but uh, I would say Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. For the simple fact, um, you know, Dalton's been in the lead more than Bryce, um, and you know he's a little, a little thing or two more. So I think naturally, I think most people would think, you know, he probably would start over Bryce, but Everybody knows Bryce is going to start some at some point this season, uh, whether it's week one or week five. But um, I think, you know, right now it's going to be a battle just to see who start the season. Um, but either way, I think 
Um, I think Bryce will start. Um, if he keep proving, improving the way he's been doing, you know, since the mandatory mini camps and um, just being at the facility um, and learning. So um, it's been to see what happens with that with that uh, quarterback battle as well with the Panthers. Um, but um, y'all comment below, man. Tell me, you know, out of those court, those position battles I just named or called, um, who do y'all think you know will come out on top out of those battles, man? Um, like I say, the training camp is here, man. Uh, football season is not too far away, so I'm uh, ready for it, man. But y'all come below and tell me who y'all think is going to win those uh, position battles. All right. Uh, uh, second topic, we got uh, do running backs deserve top-tier contracts? Um, like I said earlier, um, as you all know in the news, um, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, uh, Josh Jacobs, and – uh, Tony Pollard did not, you know, um, get the contracts that they felt they deserved, or even, or even just get a, a, a new contract uh, that was on, um, I think, tender deals, um, or they had a tender contract uh, in front of them, but they didn't sign it um, because they want, you know, a, a new deal and they weren't able to get it. So, or, or they weren't able to get it at the deadline. So. Um, you know, they, you know, deciding, you know, should they be at training camp? Well, I know Saquon said he's not going to be there. And I'm expecting Josh Jacob to do the same. Uh, Tony Pollard may, you know, be there because, uh, you know, he he was kind of like, you know, there wasn't the star player there from the jump. Anyway, he just, you know, came in and stepped up when Zeke didn't step up. Uh, but I know for sure Saquon and Josh may not be there. But to me, I think, Running backs deserve, deserve top tier money as well, um, because you you know they make the offense flow like it should be. Um, I mean, you can pass the ball all day long, but in the NFL, this ain't you know that ain't the college level. College level, you can do that, but in the NFL, you can't. You gotta be able to have a good solid running back that can get you at least four or five yards a carry. <clears throat> you know what I mean? To keep that drive going, so you can't hit the play action for the pass. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, running backs deserve top tier, um, especially if they earned it. Um, they consistent, you know, with getting a thousand yards every year, uh, multiple touchdowns, well I say at least ten. Um, you know, and just basically just carrying the offense. Um, like a Derek Heron. I feel like he should, you know, be one of those uh running backs as well to get top tier money. Um, as much as he's done for the Titans. Um <clears throat> or even just if he had to go somewhere else. I think, you know, he's he's shown that he's one of those backs, that he's very productive when giving the ball and giving multiple op uh, opportunities. Um, but hopefully, you know, um, the Giants and the Raiders and the Cowboys could, you know, get something done for those boys, man, because, like I said, they definitely deserve it. And like I said, with Tony Parlett, you know, he stepped in when Zeke, you know, wasn't healthy or, you know, he wasn't very productive and, you know, basically took over the running back spot for the Cowboys and did what he was supposed to do. Um, and I think, you know, in the offense, he could do a lot more for them this year. But, you know, you got to make him happy, you know, if you if you want to see that on the field. And that's giving him a contract he deserves. Um, and then, you know, with the Giants, um, I think, you know, even though they can say, well, Saquon hasn't been healthy or he hasn't been consistent, you know what I'm saying, before last year. But, Last year he did his thing. He came in, did what he was supposed to, was to do. Really, to me, he was carrying the offense. When Daniel Jones wasn't, you know, doing much in the passing game, 
he was there to carry the load, whether it was running the ball, catching the ball, blocking. You know what I mean? He was did what he was supposed to do, um, which helped him, you know, get to a, a playoff win and, you know, make it the playoffs, get a playoff win. You know what I mean? Um, so, t- to me, he's de- very deserving of it. And then, you know, with Josh Jacobs, even though the Raiders had a losing season, uh, he still was a, a spotlight of the team, um, especially like all, like most people have been referring to that Seahawks game. Like, he had a 99-yard touchdown game to end the game. Like, or 90-plus. I ain't going to say it's 99, but it was 90-plus uh, to win the game, man. You don't really see that. You know what I'm saying? Usually be a, a big pass or, you know, the offense drive down the field and they end it, you know, off a little smaller run. But a run like that, you don't really see it like that, man. Um, so, that, let showed, that game showed you that he was carrying the load for the offense, man. But, um, you know, with these GMs and – NFL, they just, you know, they pick and choose um, when they want to give out contract. Um, compared to, you know, the NBA or the MLB, shoot, they don't, they don't care. Hey, you need a new contract, we got you. You've been doing your thing. Uh, you're a big part of the team. Hey, we're going to make sure you get paid. With the NFL, it's kind of like you got to search for it or beg for it. And, you know, to me, that ain't right, especially for the running back. And um, I heard the other day on ESPN that was saying, um, the I think the lowest paid position or low paid position that's next to running backs is kickers and punters. Like that's that's sad because the running backs touch the ball way more than the kicker and the punter. So there's no way uh, they should be near those positions uh, when it comes to contracts. But um, overall, I think like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see what those three teams do. Um, whether um, they sign them to big contracts or, you know, they try to stay firm and say, hey, we're not, you know, give you that contract uh, going into the going into the season. But um, I know the Giants don't – they're not making the playoffs. I'm just putting it out there. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, the Raiders, I mean, I don't really like Josh McDaniels anyway, but um, I really didn't have them make the playoffs anyway. But I think, you know, if Josh Jacobs is there, they enhance the chance of making the playoffs. Uh, and with the Cowboys, uh, they probably still can make the playoffs, but their, their running game is not going to be there. I don't think if Tony Pollard is not there because they already let Zeke go um, into free agency. So, um, but you know, you know, stay tuned and see, you know, how this transpires. But y'all come below, man. Tell me, you know, um, do y'all think you know those three backs go get their contract, or you know, they, they just one of them? And um, also, you know, if they do sign them, what, how many, you know, years they go get signed to, and uh, amount of money they go get signed to. So, um, y'all comment below, man. Tell us what y'all think. Um, third one uh, is, you know, Madden is about to drop soon. Uh, you know, they just dropped the ratings this uh, this week uh, or this past week uh, for each position. Um, I'm just going to go with some of them because, you know, a lot of them I don't really care about. But um, first, I'm going to go with, uh, I guess I'll go with the CBE since that's my position. Uh, so, uh, so the top 10 for the cornerbacks on the game, they got uh, Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, uh, which is a 95. Well, Jalen Ramsey, 97. Uh, Jair, Jair Alexander, 95. Uh, Three, you got Patrick Satan, the second. He's a 94. Um, fourth, they got Sauce Garner. 
He's uh, 93. Uh, now, this, this one right here is crazy to me because I feel like he shouldn't be top five. But Marlon Humphrey uh, is five at nine, as a 93. Um, and I, I'm talking about last year, he was getting burnt, especially that uh, – was it last year? It might have been last year or the year before. I don't know. But he was getting killed by uh, – Jamar Chase, man. Even though Jamar Chase was killing everybody, but there's no way he should be top five. I give him top ten, but not top five. Um, but you know, it just remains to see if he can stay in the top five on the game. Um, six, uh, Darius Slay Junior, ninety-two. Now I will put him at five, you know, because he's still the ball. You know, he was balling last year. Um, seven, Stephon Gilmore, ninety-one. Um. Eight, you got Marshall Lattimore, which y'all, uh, so y'all seen the previous episode. I don't really like him like that. He, he shouldn't be in the top ten. He, anyway, he's there. Uh, <laughs> um, nine, Tredavious White. Um, he had 90, just like uh, Lattimore. And 10, you got Denzel Ward, who's an eight. We would like to thank you for tuning in to the Two Bros and Sports Talk podcast, the hottest sports podcast in Atlanta. Make sure to go subscribe us on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to follow us on all these social medias. At TikTok, it's the number two bros sports talk. At Twitter, it's the number two bros sports talk one. And at IG, it's the word two bros sports talk. Thank you. And we hope you enjoy. Um, and I think there's a war probably would be higher if he um, could stay healthy. But um, that's you no, know, that's who Madden feels is the top ten corners cornerbacks in the league. Um, but you know, Jalen, he, he's still that to me. He's still that guy. A lot of people try to you know doubt him and say he's not that guy no more because he was getting beat um, or he got beat in the Super Bowl a couple of times and. Um, I think he kind of struggled in that NFC Championship game, too. But he's still, to me, one of the top corners in the league. Um, and, and he's an uh, FSU guy. So, you know, hey, you know how we do. <laughs> uh, another position uh, of Raiders that I'm going to go through is, uh, let me see. Uh, I guess we could do tight ends. Uh, the overall, we got the tight ends. Uh, like Travis Kelsey, number one. Um, he's a 99. So, welcome to the 99 club, Travis Kelsey. Uh, two, we got George Kittle at 96. Three, Mark Andrews at 95. Um, four, we got TJ Hawkinson as a 90, um, which he was very productive with the Vikings this year, this past season, rather. Um, five, we got Dallas Goddard uh, at 89. Number six, Kyle Pitts, 87, which I didn't think they would put him that high because, you know, he um, he wasn't featured enough last year. And then also he got injured. So I thought he would at least be like an 85, not an 87. But, you know, that's a good rating to start out. Um, Darren Waller um, at seven, as an 86. Um, Pat Farrell, Fire moved. Uh, that play with the Steelers is an 85. Um, 
nine. Uh, was, uh, David Njoku was an eighty-four, and Evan Ingram was an eighty-four. Now Ingram, I think, should been should have been higher because I think he was very productive with the Jaguars last year. Um, but overall, there was some good ratings, man. But you know, should have known Travis would be um, in the ninety-nine club, man. Uh, he, he just balls, you know what I mean? Like I think he had two or three games where he had three plus touchdowns, like. You don't see too much from from that from tight ends, you know. But you also playing with a great quarterback in Pat Mahomes that go get you the ball. Um, now, you know he might not be the only one in the 99 club. Um, I think the last, yeah, I think the last Raiders was the quarterbacks dropped today, Friday. So, uh, I think you know Pat Mahomes gonna be in that club as well. Um, I do one more. Uh, I want to do the safeties if I can get to it. Uh, hold on, man. I didn't know they did the running back. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I got to find it. Okay. Well, I'm going to do the running backs and safeties. Uh, running backs, you got uh, Nick Chubb, number one. He's a 97. Uh, two, you got Christian McCaffrey as a 96, which he balled out once he got to San Francisco. Uh, three, you got Josh Jacobs at 95. One of them running backs, I mean, that, you know, looking for that contract. You know, that's why he, he's high. He's number three on the list. Uh, Derrick him uh, number four at 94. Uh, five Saquon Barkley ninety three, um, Dalvin Cook uh ninety one, uh, which is still shocking to me that he haven't been signed with somebody yet, um, uh, but I think someone is gonna pick him up soon. Um, seven you got Austin Eckler at eighty nine, um, you got eight or number eight Jonathan Taylor as a, a eighty nine, uh, Tony Parlett, uh, number nine, which uh, he's an eighty eight. Um, and 10 is Aaron Jones, and he's 88 as well. Um, I think Nate Chubb deserved to be the top top running back. Um, because each time he touched the ball, he could he could break a good one, you know. What I mean, run you over and keep going. Um, I like the list, but I think uh, Jonathan Taylor and um, have a Cook, depending on. You know, with Dabba Cook, how much he get featured this year, you know, signing with a new team. I think they can go higher than what they are now. Uh, and let me go to safeties. Because uh, <clears throat> uh, I think at the top spot for the safeties, I think uh, – I think Dory Dreams is number one. Uh, here we go. Okay, for the safeties. Number one is Darwin James. Uh, he is a 95. Another FSU guy, man. Hey, he balling, man. You know what I'm saying? I think with him and Jalen Rams, I think that's the first time that ever shoot, uh, two ever shoot players has been number one or top, you know, uh, right at the top rating for their position in math. Um, two, I think. Uh, I think, but number two is Minka Fitzpatrick. He's 93. 
Um, uh, number three is Justin Simmons. Um, it's a 92. Uh, Kevin um, Byer is a 92. Um, Jesse Bates, the third, played with my Falcons. He's a 91. And uh, Tyron Matthew at six is a 91. <clears throat> Still very productive. Um, and then uh, seven is Buda Baker. He's a 90. Uh, Jordan Porter is a 90 at number eight. Um, Harrison Smith for number nine with, at a 90. And Makai High is an 89 at 10. Um, <clears throat> I think these ratings was pretty solid. Uh, I thought Matthew might be a little lower because a lot of people think, you know, he's fading, fading out. But, you know, he's still a productive man. Uh, I think he's still one of the top safeties uh, and can be. You know what I mean? Uh, despite the Saints having a down year last year. Uh, <clears throat> the Bakers will be interested if he's going to stay at the Cardinals this year because I know he requested a trade. But, you know, I think he um, – Steam away from it, you know, since they feel like they can um, find a trade partner. Um, but, like I said, Devil James, man, he a dog. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be the top spot for the uh, majority of the season. But, it's, you know, especially if he stay healthy, I think he, should, he probably can reach a 99 if he can get some turnovers, some sacks, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that was just some of the uh, ratings. You know, I just wanted to go over, man. Um but if you're being on Madden, man, um, follow them on Twitter, you know, to get the rest of the uh, Madden Raiders, man, um, or even their IG page. Um, but y'all come below, man. Tell me who y'all think should have been higher or lower on those lists, man. Um, on to the next topic, uh, which is um, will UGA three-peat this season? Um, there's been a lot of talks, you know, as we get closer to the season, you know, that uh, Georgia has a real legitimate chance or le legitimate chance to uh, repeat this year, man. Um, I think they can. Um, I think they have one of the easiest schedules this year. Um, they don't play, play nobody <clears throat> major um, like an LSU or Alabama. Um yeah, so, I mean, and I think they play Ole Miss, which is supposed to be considered a top team this year, uh, or look at, like to be a solid team. But overall, um, I don't think nobody could beat them. So I really got them going at least back to um, the uh, – well, I really, right now, I would have them winning the SEC championship. But uh, if they were to lose, I think it would be lose, lose the SEC to LSU. Cause I really think LSU is gonna make a big jump this year. Um, but um, I get to see them, you know, even when the championship, getting to the playoff, even to the national championship game. But they say they gonna win it for the third time. Mm. It's gonna hard for me to say right now. But um, I definitely think they could get back to the national championship game. Um, it's just gonna be interesting to see who they play against. Uh, and also, it's gonna come down to their quarterback play. Uh, I know Carson Beck is supposed to be or be considered the the um, starting quarterback, but I'm quite sure um, Kirby Smart is not going to predict their uh, starter until, or make a starter until um, probably before week one comes around. Um, <clears throat> but for um, Carson Beck, everybody likes what they see from him, even from the spring game. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, 
he just, he has to get the job done if they want to get back to the next championship game. Um, and they can't have any slip-ups. Um, they got to have that same drive they had last year when it came to, you know, having that will to know that, hey, you know, we can win this game. They got to have that same passion for it. Um, I know a lot of players, they get in trouble this offseason with, you know, with the speed and tickets and stuff like that. But um, I think come, you know, during the football season, I think, you know, Curry Smart is going to have them locked in and ready, you know, to try to go on another run. Um, but I think, like I said, LSU is one of the teams that probably can knock them off uh, or be looking to knock them off from uh, <clears throat> get back to another national championship or winning the next championship. Uh, another team, USC, um, they were supposed to have been in, the, in that top five or crew or top four, but <clears throat> they couldn't do their job of winning, uh, I want to say, against Notre Dame and another team last year. Um, so they're looking to try to make the playoffs this year. And you know, Michigan, they still mad that we beat uh, we beat them the first time um, they made it to the college football playoff. Um, but they got to go through Ohio State this year. So um, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be very interesting, man, if they can really get it done. Um, it hasn't been done in a long time uh, as far as seeing a three-peat uh, national champion in college football. Um, but if anybody can do it, I think they can. They have the talent. Um, now it's just have to, the talent has to show up on the field. Um, they did play a lot of young players last year. It's coming back this year, especially on their defense. Um, and then on offense, they still got Bryant Bowers. Um, they got Delp, who was a freshman last year, but this year he'll be a sophomore. Um, who else they got? Um, they lost A.D. Mitchell to uh, Texas, but they still, I want to say they got uh, Smith, Anai Smith. Um, and they got the guy from uh, – Missouri, I can't think of his name right now, but he should be another <clears throat> top receiver on the team this year. I'm quite sure they got some freshmen coming in as well. So the offense haven't slipped that much, as, uh, haven't slipped that much either. But um, like I said, the quarterback plays are going to be big if they're going to go deep into the uh, college playoff. Um, but <clears throat> like I said, <clears throat> it remains to see if they can do it. Um, but if you ask me again, Round maybe week three, week four of the uh, college football season, then I probably could give you analysis of you know where they may go. But uh, y'all come below, man. Tell tell us what y'all think <clears throat> this is gonna be this season for them. They go, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I'll go back uh, to the college playoff, uh, make the next championship game, or do you think they go have a two or three loss season this year? Um, y'all come below. Tell what y'all think. Man. We made it, man. Y'all know what time it is. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Our top five, man. Um, our, This time is our top five MLB power rankings, man. Uh, <clears throat> I know we just came out. They're just coming off the uh, All-Star weekend last week. Uh, well, I want to say, yeah, it was last week, yeah. So, um. They're back rolling back into the season. Um, I think uh, I think right now, um, I think I still would have the Braves as the number one spot. Um, there was a, the hottest team going into um, the All-Star weekend. Um, I know since the All-Star weekend has been over, 
Uh, they've been taking some losses. Uh, I think with their their white their White Sox series, they you know struggled. Um, I think they beat them the first game, and then the next two games, they just let the White Sox do whatever they wanted to. Do. Um, but for the most part, uh, I think you know to me they're still a top team. They just got to get back in rhythm or get out that uh, All Star hype. So far as you know, we had eight All Stars late the All Star game. Um, and I think, you know, that's the first time ever for the franchise. So, um, <clears throat> just, you know, they got to get back in rhythm and get their mindset back to where it was before the All-Star game. But right now, I still have them as the uh, number one team on the Power Rangers. Uh, two, I'm going to say, uh, I guess you could say the Dodgers. Um, you know, they start to get back into their rhythm, um, try to make a push to get back to the playoffs and hopefully probably, you know, get to the World Series. <clears throat> um, three, I'm going to say the Orioles. Um, they, you know, been playing well all season, uh, which has, you know, been big to me because uh, <clears throat> they was, you know, previous season, they was on a down-down. Like, they were struggling terribly, you know what I mean? But um, this year they've been balling. Um, it's good to see that they can continue this, this uh, momentum going, you know, into the postseason. Um, my third team, I would say, uh, I would say the, uh, the Rangers, um, they've been, you know, staying afloat or staying above the Astros, which is who has been killing that division the last three or four, maybe three to five years. Um, so, you know, they still number one in the division. Um, so they, they got to keep winning though. They want to keep the Astros for winning the division because, you know, the Astros, can, once they get on the road, they get on the road. And, you know, they're defending champions. So, um, like I say, uh, for that 14, I think, yeah, the 14, yeah, the 14, I got the Rangers. And then my fifth and last last team, uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to say the Diamondbacks. Um, which the Braves just got done playing, but um, they they got some some a lot of you know hitting on their team. Um, I think you know they one of the games with the Braves who they scored it was like a almost like a football game. Um, both teams scored double digits, um, but I think the, the uh, Braves end up winning uh, the game. <clears throat> but the Diamondbacks, you know, they're looking to try to take over the uh, Dodgers, who's uh, who's Dodgers one of those old teams that been. Winning the division the last three to five years uh, consistently, um, but I think the Diamondbacks can dethrone them. You know if they keep playing well and keep scoring the way they scoring. Um, I think you know they definitely can can dethrone the Dodgers and make them a wild card team instead of a division winner. Um, but hey, you know that's my uh, top five MLB power rankings. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five. Our top five session, man. Um, y'all comment below, man. Tell tell us um, who y who do y'all have as y'all top five power rankings uh, so far after the uh, All Star Weekend. But um, I'd like to thank y'all tuning in again, man. Make sure, like I say, y'all subscribe, like, comment, and share, man. Um, like I say, we we trying to keep this thing going, man. But we can't do it without y'all. You know what I mean? Um, also, uh, we'll bring on some guests very soon, man. Um, I just 
we just got to set it up, you know what I mean, with the time scale and the schedule. But um, we definitely have some more guests coming soon, man. Hopefully on the next episode. But um, until next time, peace.